Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing why some victims become abusers and others go on to heal. A question that I get consistently is why some abuse victims become narcissistic physical abusers or sexual abusers while others survive and thrive. There is reason to believe that it is genetics or some have a propensity towards the individual having an innate ingrained personality. I believe it comes down to one specific reason, and that is choice. In this podcast, I'm going to explain why some abuse victims choose to fight and overcome while others fall prey to the abuse and succumb to their emotional wounds and perpetrate the very same crimes done to them onto others. Before we do jump into today's show, just a small word from our sponsor. I want to start off by saying that abuse is always a choice. It always is and always will be. Anyone to claim that they abuse others because they're a victim themselves is simply making a choice to adopt a victim mindset and avoid facing themselves and dealing with their earlier trauma. Now, this is not to undermine the fact that this individual is injured, but it is the reality of the situation. Abuse is a choice. Some children, when abused, will be able to hold on to their authentic sense of self. Others will trade their authentic sense of self for safety by the perpetrator and the hopes of giving in to demands and becoming pleasing in the abuser's eyes to prevent further abuse, sort of trauma bonding themselves in an attempt to find favor and the abuser ultimately to stop the mistreatment. Abuse victims who harbor emotional wounds will usually be riddled with shame and guilt, which makes them feel that their true authentic self is unlovable, gross, shameful, and something to be defended against at all costs. The child rejects their own sense of self and adopts the false self, really because they, they essentially feel that they're abusers who are projecting that negative image onto the child because they trust the adult, and the adult finds them detestable and shameful. Ultimately, they reject themselves. They adopt a false sense of self in order to avoid facing the wounds of childhood, facing their, their own true sense of self. This is the foundation of the narcissistic personality disorder. The choices are to either do what we just mentioned, just cut off from the true self, or fight and try to hold on to their authenticity. Hide it from the terrorizing abuser so they have to protect it and keep enough of it intact. So nurture enough of their sense of self where they're able to get a, until they're able to get to a, a adulthood where they can hire a healer or a coach to help them work through the wounds and heal. Certainly an extremely tall order and difficult journey for anyone to overcome. To make the choice to fight is a constant battle, and some abusers are so abused and destroyed by their perpetrator that holding on seems impossible. The tragedy is that this person is now trapped in the sick world and mind of the abuser and really loses himself because they don't have the abilities to fly away, to ultimately grow out, develop their own life skills, and move out. They lose them, their, themselves in the world, really eternally trauma-bonded to their narcissistic or psychopathic abuser. This is most commonly seen with narcissistic parents who cripple their children and do not give them the life skills to individuate and become their own person. The parent actually wants them dependent and needing them. Any sign of independence is a threat to their source of narcissistic supply. Obviously a sick and twisted form of abuse on the part of the narcissistic parent. In addition, it also depends on how reliant a child is on the parent and how much they needed from the offending parent. If they were desperate for love and affection and the abuse will cause much more damage because they were more susceptible to the hurtful messages from the abuser. They had to be much more vulnerable and had to do whatever it was and took to get their needs met 
They therefore sacrifice their sense of self in order to get it. See, families where the lost child is able to get away, essentially with the, the, the child who really has no off, uh, value to offer the, nar the narcissistic abuser. They are no narcissistic supply, whether negative or positive, and therefore they are free, really, to roam and really avoid many of the abusive interactions. Some of the most compassionate and loving people I've ever met uh, really were abused in the most horrific way. I can honestly say that some of these, these people are really some of the strongest, most powerful people because of their resilience, inner resolve, and personal mental strength it took to overcome the abuse. They had to hide their true self and had enough sense of self and really personality left to get to a quote-unquote doctor before their wounds destroyed them and they were left with no sense of self. I consider these people spiritual warriors because of the darkness that they had to endure, the little resources they had and the love they chose to fight for, to overcome their abuse and become a beacon of light to others in order for, they, for them to heal. This is in no way a disrespect towards anyone who has lost this battle and succumbed to the horrors of abuse and their past. This is a battle. And unless really you experience this, it's almost impossible to explain it. My heart goes out to anyone struggling to overcome past abuse. Just understand that you're not weak for being hurt. You are not less of a person because of how injured you are. The fact is you're fighting and you're a warrior because of which you have strength in you. You don't realize is powerful enough to overcome this abuse. Tap into that. Get in touch with it. Let it guide you. You made it this far. Think about it this way. You made it this far. You overcome all the days of your abuse until now. You can't give up. Let me help you get to the finish line. Heal and create the happy, healthy future you so deserve, but may not realize or even believe is possible. Healing is so liberating because when you can finally let go of the things that have been holding you back, you really free yourself up to live the life that you deserve. Abuse victims who choose to go on to, ought to, go on to abuse essentially have made a choice to give in to that lifestyle. And sad as it is, it is a reality. It's a choice. And therefore, the fact is, is you are making a choice to heal. And that, that's what differs you from the abusers. You have the opportunity to completely and entirely transform your life and live a life of joy, happiness, peace, prosperity. I believe that strongly deep down. Do reach out if you're struggling in this way. I'd love to help you recover from your childhood injuries. 252-696-4852. My email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. I want to thank you so very much for listening to this podcast and really all the podcasts that I put out there. I have something over 150, and it's an honor to know that many people are benefiting from these podcasts. I want to thank you so much if you have reached out for the courage you have and the trust you have in me on your healing journey. For those who have not reached out and are looking to, please do reach out discuss how I can be of service to you and heal your wounds. You deserve a life of health, happiness, peace, abundance. Let me help you get there. Thank you once again for listening to this podcast. And until next time, all the best.